Welcome back to the Thoughtful Journeys podcast. My name is Tyler. This is Justice. This is our fourth episode, and today we're going to be talking about health, specifically nutrition, food, what's in our food, what food is good for you, what food is bad for you, and kind of just some of the stuff we found through research and just what we found to be helpful in our lives. Okay, uh, Justice, I have a question for you. Okay. When did you start taking your nutrition seriously? Nutrition specifically, I started taking seriously about two years ago. That was one of the less recent developments because I've thought about a lot, like I thought about philosophy quite a bit, but nutrition wasn't something I was even really aware of because I thought, you know, you go to a deli, you get a sandwich, you know, fresh cut deli meat, you got veggies, bread, it's not too bad. And then, you know when this happened, but we... I was eating Schlossky's very consistently, a large Schlossky <laughs> sandwich, and I loved it. It was amazing. Every time I'd go yeah. see my grandma, we'd go get Schlossky's because, like, this is delicious. It's refreshing. Then I was like, I'm curious, like, what what are the nutrition facts of this? So I look it up. 6,000 milligrams of sodium per large sandwich because of how preserved the meat was and that's what really got me looking into nutrition and food and different things like that but what about you bro i gotta know which sandwich was it for for them and i'm just curious the original just the, the original the original large wow. yeah yeah nothing special uh, yeah six thousand the recommended daily amount is two thousand milligrams yeah. of sodium yeah. so just so everyone <laughs> <know>. <laughs> three um, times the, yeah i would say when i was about 20 I'm 23 now, so about three years ago. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was going through a tough time health-wise. Physically, I was almost 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, eating like shit. I was vaping, drank alcohol, all this stuff, you know, smoking weed, yeah. doing all that, and eating fast food all the time, drinking energy drinks. Yeah. Add it all up. America. Had a... Um, few ER trips, ambulance ride, and that kind of just, it wasn't even like I went out and looked for what's healthy for you, what's not, I was just, it was out of fear of losing my life, to be honest, and I thought I had heart issues and stuff along those lines, and experienced acid reflux, stuff like that for the first time, so... The first thing I did, which I don't recommend people do, this is just something I did out of fear, was I just started eating pretty much nothing. Right. Like, I was, uh, the little Ensure nutrition shakes, yeah. I'd have two of those a day. That's like That's all I would intake. Holy crap. That this only lasted like a month. Like, it wasn't super long I was but doing still, that. That's but, quite a bit of time. Because um, I was, the acid reflux was the worst part of my whole experience. Yeah. And... I was scared to eat anything because I was like chest pain along with it. I was afraid that that would happen, so that's all I would do. Right. And those are like 150 calories each, so like 300 calories a day. And I did lose weight quickly, but very unhealthily. Yeah. But after that, I uh, gained some of the weight. I lost almost 70 pounds. Mm -hmm. And I gained some of the weight back. But I was, I started working out and then actually through you is when I started 
hearing you bring up stuff about nutrition facts and stuff is when I really started looking into it. Yeah, in Discord, like, yeah. you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a Discord call one night. Yeah. And I that was the first time I actually, when I went grocery shopping, I would actually look at what I'm buying. I would yeah. look at the, not just the nutrition facts, like the calories and protein. I would start looking at the ingredients. That's Because I've always kind of looked at, I would say since about 16, I've looked at like calories and stuff because... I've been lifting a lot, so I've bodybuilding, you know, it's all about macros. That's what everybody's talked about. Too. So I look yeah. at, I've always looked at macros pretty good, pretty mm -hmm. decently. Not that I really did a healthy amount. I just, I was aware of how much protein and carbs were and stuff. I never looked at the ingredients though. Right. Until about three years ago. And just looking at the ingredients and things and you look at it, it's like 40 different things in your Gatorade and you're like, what what the, what the hell is this? Right. Like some word that starts with X that's like 12 letters and you're yeah. like, why is this in my Gatorade? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And, yeah. Um, then you start doing research and it starts getting like, okay, so this is known, linked with some kind of disease. Right. And then this is linked with some kind of uh, cancer, mm -hmm. something like that. And they're also just, it's so common in like all kinds of foods, like these common ingredients and it's, um, it's very scary. Very scary, man. Yeah. I have uh, an interesting story I can relate that I just experienced like a week ago to what we're talking about right now. So, you know, I bowled for a while, right? Bowling league, Yeah. in a bowling league, you have to have teammates. The teammates were friends that I made through my dad that were an older couple. They're probably in their 50s. And they're starting to try to take the steps towards being health conscious, okay? And his, the wife of the couple, um, she decided to, instead of starting on the path of working out, eating right, doing things like that, she started, first step was getting the gastral bypass surgery. That was her first step in that direction. I'm not too familiar with that one. So you get part of your intestines removed so it shortens your lining so that you you can eat less, you drink less, and you have to You get less hungry. Things. Yeah, but it's an inver yeah. you can't reverse it. And you're permanently stuck to the diet that you have to uh, like you know abide by right. because of that surgery. There's no going back okay. from it. These people bowlers like bowlers do drink, you know, that was one of their main things to do to relax together was they would go have a couple drinks, have a night out. And relax that way enjoy their time well she on a whim decided okay you know we need to lose weight I'm feeling out of shape I'm gonna get the gastro bypass surgery gets it done and I haven't seen them really since she was just recovering from the surgery last time I bowled with them was when I was filling in for her at on the bowling team and she was recovering from the surgery and when I, she was recovering she was like telling me about her like limited diet stuff like that I was like okay you know just just because she just got over the surgery Right. Well, I just saw them a week ago. This is like probably two months later. She's looks skinnier, like body-wise, she's looking good. But her eyes are sunken in. Her skin does not look healthy. It, she looks like a different person in some good ways, some bad ways. But the main thing about it, what I'm trying to get to, is she's completely had to change her diet, her eating everything. And she can't go back. And she was telling me, she was like, now I'm stuck to this schedule. I'm just on a schedule with everything now. Like, I, it was expressing to me how it frustrated her. Well, her husband just tore his shoulder muscle 
I don't know which one specifically, but he couldn't bowl so my dad had to fill in for him. That's why I sold him. And he just tore his shoulder muscle because he's working out four days a week. She's working out four days a week. But on the weekend, after they get done working out, he doesn't eat any solid food because he's trying to lose weight. And that got me thinking and talking to my dad. I was like, you know, they're going to the gym to be healthy, right? They're trying to lose weight together as a couple. Right. This guy just tore his shoulder because he's not giving himself the nutrients he needs to recover from the working out that he's doing. He's restricting himself from eating the protein that he needs to rebuild the muscle after he tears it when he works out. And, you know, his wife is stuck to a diet of she can't drink alcohol ever again, nothing bubbly ever. Um, her portions are like this when it comes to eating, like nothing, like completely restricted in every way. Can't go back from that. So, of course, he's kind of following in her footsteps because they live together. You know, they have, right. you know, but he's now suffered an injury that keeps him from working out for the foreseeable future in the name of trying to get healthier. And what, why I'm connecting this to what we're talking about and what interests me about it is with everything, we mentioned this in, I think, the first episode, with every issue, there is this side, this side, and the middle area. You know, there's the black, the white, the gray. With this, because what we're talking about is trying to be healthy in a positive way, not starving yourself, not, you know, the, the two insurers a day, that's, that's close to the point of like, nutritionally, you are losing a lot of the stuff yeah. that you need. You're losing weight, but you're also losing health, whether, you know, realize it or not. And with these people, they're hurting themselves in the name of trying to get skinnier. But in reality, if they just, instead of her getting that surgery, instead of him not eating solid food, just focused on eating cleaner and working out and doing that right. for a few years, they would see the same results, just not as fast. And I just think it's interesting that I experienced that a week ago and we choose to have this episode this week because it's just that fine line of they're on this far side, like we're going to lose weight no matter the cost. Yeah. That's going to hurt them in the long run. That might even make their life shorter. But what we're talking about today is eating healthy within your limits eating healthy for yourself and paying attention to what you eat and the ingredients that you eat, but not starving yourself. The answer is never to starve yourself ever. And I, and you well, know, I do think fasting for periods of time can be beneficial. Can be beneficial. Yeah. I but like what I did or like what know, they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is not healthy, but not eating for a day. Yeah. That's good. You're, you're fine. You yeah. know, just go back to eating the stuff that you need to heal. And right. like, you can even eat less, but as long as you eat the stuff you need to eat, like a keto diet, yeah. I think that's a good form of dieting where it's like you eat very specific things, but all those things give you the vital nutrients that you need. Yeah, it's not exactly. a liquid diet that's like. And they're removing carbs, but they they eat a lot more fats, which kind mm -hmm. of helps replace that. Right. Right, yeah. And I just thought that was an interesting kind of segue from starting with the nutrition facts, talking about that, and to go back to what I was talking about with nutrition facts and fast food places. I want to give you some statistics here, okay? Sonic is a local fast food place that me and Hopper have grown up around our whole lives. I think it's spread to a few other states now. It's owned by Arby's. Very the popular. In, Arby's. in Oklahoma, it's a very popular fast food, food drive-in type of place yeah. um, they're now a part of the same company conglomerate that owns Arby's and a few other fast food restaurants so it's not just a local that. chain thing anymore um, but I want to give you I told you a little bit earlier but I didn't tell you all of it 
And I want you to kind of. Well, you told me earlier was shocking. So. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. So let me start with the sugar content of their milkshakes. Okay, that's where we'll start at. Let me find it here. So, all right, beautiful. We're gonna start with a medium Heath Toffee Sonic Blast. <laughs> Give me your guess as for what, sugar. For sugar, what you think? Grams of sugar. Grams of sugar in this. A medium is probably this size or even a little smaller for those watching on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. just like a standard cup. Damn near that exact like size. 12, just a little 12 shorter, ounces of fluid yeah. or whatever. Right. Um, Seventy. Hundred and nine grams of sugar. And you consider a soda. Sodas are bad, right? You know, everybody thinks of soda when they think of sugar. Yeah. That's around 28 grams of sugar. 109 grams of sugar in a medium Heath Toffee Sonic Blast. Okay. Let's go on to their limeades and sodas. You know, because soda, generally, you pick one up at the gas station, grocery store, you look at it, you're like, 23, 28 grams of sugar. That's pretty bad, but... It's you know, pretty bad, but uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I've had, I find myself at times being like that sprite sounds pretty. You said 109 grams of sugar for a medium, bro. Yeah, like you were saying, like a 12 ounce like cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we have this. That's ice cream. You think ice cream's the worst of it, dude? I was looking at this when we were talking earlier. Give me your best guess as to what their cranberry limeade. Route 44, so it's the largest size they have. Route 44 is going to be just like a soda, but it's soda, so it's probably and cranberries, probably some syrup they put in there, right? Right, from like a Coca Cola freestyle yeah. machine. It's, it's, I think this one's 44 ounces, so like a largest 32 it's pretty, ounces. Pretty large, this is 44 ounces. Give me your best guess. I mean, is it over that that shake? Give me your best guess, or that the way you're making it seem. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say 120. I'm gonna get I'm gonna chew over on that, still, which is a, it's insane. But you're still too low. This is just a limeade. 127 grams of sugar, and a root 44 cranberry limeade from Sonic. Total carbohydrates, 131 grams. Yeah. Total sodium, 90 grams. I don't even know how that makes sense. Chemically, that has to make sense to someone that knows out there, but 127 grams of sugar in one cup that you drink like on your drive to somewhere and it's gone. <laughs> I just, I just imagine all the times that you and me personally have mm -hmm. gotten, maybe not that specifically, but a drink from Sonic. Right, right. Because, uh. Uh, for those that aren't from Oklahoma, a big thing about Sonic is they 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 had that variety of drinks before those Coke machines that could do vanilla and cranberry and all that. Right. They were like the place to go get something like that. So their go get a Sonic drink was like a very common thing. Mm -hmm. Like, oh yeah, let's go get a Sonic drink. You get slushy. this Route 44 soda that has 127 grams of sugar and that's not listed anywhere on the cup the menu anything oh no you have to find this anyone that wants to look this stuff up look up 
the fast food place you're going to, nutrition facts. Put that in the search bar together. You'll find what I think the only thing for. they have to like put on the menu is the calories. Yep. But yep. outside of they don't have to put what's in it, how much sugar's in it, any of that. They don't have to Dude, this one is wild. I didn't even see this one, bro. Holy crap. Okay. <laughs> okay. Give me your best guess for a Oreo chocolate shake. Large. Oh, large. Give me your best guess as to the sugar content. And I also, on this one, I want you to give me your best guess as to the sodium content. Because both are shocking. Both are. So, for the sugar... For something like that's definitely going to be higher than the soda. It has to be. 160. What's your sodium guess? 500. Okay. For sugar, you're super close. It's 162. So 162 grams of sugar for a large. Sodium? 1,370 <laughs> grams. In a shake? In a shake. In a chocolate milkshake. How is there that much sodium in a shake? I, don't know. I have no idea. It's way higher than anything else. Also, just a side note, 155 milligrams of cholesterol as well, mm. which is really not good. I'm not familiar. I'm a little bit familiar. I looked into sugar and sodium what's healthy and what's not i'm i'm not gonna lie I, I have never looked into what amount of cholesterol is high what's how much is good bad cholesterol so not, varies it varies but okay like there's good cholesterol there's bad cholesterol i grew up in a family that has genetic problems with cholesterol my cholesterol okay. in high school was like 500 for anybody that knows that's, that's like, really bad that's insane. it's yeah. really really bad but it's a lot of good cholesterol but i have family members that suffer from strokes things like that because the cholesterol is what leads to heart that issues. plaque heart issues the things that cause strokes different okay. things like that so that's something i've been aware of for a while is cholesterol intake and that's kind of what steered me in this direction but yeah 162 grams of sugar 1370 milligrams of sodium and 155 milligrams of cholesterol all in one drink I don't know what your daily recommended dose of sugar is, but 162 grams it's is a, definitely over. way over that. Yeah. Way, way over that. Because soda is bad enough. How, much, how many sodas is that? How many like Dr. Pepper's amount worth of sugar is that? That's a great question. Because sodas are vary from like 28 grams to 30 something grams of sugar. So yeah, you do, you do the math on that. There's probably like four to three to four sodas in this shake worth of sugar. And then sodium, like you said earlier, your daily recommended sodium intake is 2,000. 2,000, yeah. This single shake has 1,370. Which you're probably getting a meal with this shake. Right. Like you're probably not just getting a shake. You're getting the fries, right? Yeah. Which are fried in oil that have sodium yeah. sprinkled the all meat, over them. If you get a burger, has sodium. Yep. Oh. Uh, yeah. At a whopping 1,290 total calories. You know what I feel the worst for? The people mm. that work at these places. Because we've, we've both worked in restaurants. Yep. You get a lot of free food. Yep. So I can't imagine working at Sonic and, oh yeah, I get free shakes. How do you just, I guarantee you there's someone having three of those shakes a day. Oh, 100%. I guarantee you. Because they're getting them for free. Yeah. yeah. They're like, no, this sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel regret because I worked at a restaurant. This was considered a finer dining restaurant. Not high-end, high-end, but, you know, decent, like level of 
fine dining, right? Like a little bit much of Much nicer than Sonic. Right, much nicer than Sonic. Yeah. I feel bad about some of the stuff I ate there on a daily basis. And not only that, but the city water in, Norman, in this, yeah. yeah, in Norman is terrible. Super high amounts of chromium. Any city really, you go, it's the tap water is not good. Not good, but Norman specifically gets its water from Lake Thunderbird. And those who aren't Oklahoma natives, Lake Thunderbird is nasty. It's a dirty lake, and every lake in Oklahoma is man-made, and it's just, and that's where the water comes from, and that water, which has been tested, happens to have a super high amount of chromium, which is in the heavy metal family, and that's in city water, and I was drinking that water every day, trying to be healthy, drinking more water, because yeah. that's at the beginning of my, like, Water's a tricky one, dude. It is, because it's you tricky. think, oh, this water's good, and it's Dasani water, and then you look into like yeah. everything related you just to Dasani water. You think just because it's bottled water that it's healthier yeah. than tap water too, but that's not the case. It's just tap water from a and different then some, state. You get some experts, like do, like legitimate doctors, they say yeah. you want this high pH alkaline water. And then you have other doctors and experts saying oh, that the pH level doesn't matter because your body doesn't digest it anyway. So it right. doesn't matter. And then some people say only drink spring water. Right. Some people, yeah, like water is a, you need to like do some research on water, guys. It's crazy. Anybody wanting a quick video to see, you know, the results of this, there is a video, I don't know the YouTube channel name, but these people take all different kinds of water bottle brands and they test the pH of each yep. of these water bottle brands. That is an absolutely insane video worth watching if you want to kind of just glaze over that and start to look into it. Um, but starting with that, uh, with Sonic, that's a high end of what it can be when it comes to sugar content and different things like that when you're eating fast food here in Oklahoma. I now want to compare the sugar content within Brahms ice cream to Sonic's ice Which cream. Which is also fairly local. I don't Extremely think local. I don't I, think this nationwide. I don't think, I don't think Brahms even goes outside of Oklahoma. Okay. I don't think it's reached that point yet. Sonic has, there are Sonics in other states, I know that. I saw one in Colorado when I was there. Okay. Um, but, so it's more of a national, especially with them getting bought by the same company that owns the Arby's, you know, restaurants and different right. things like that. Brahms is an extremely local restaurant. I hate this one because I love Brahms. I grew up in the town, Tuttle, where the Brahms Milk Factory is based at. I went there from first to fifth grade. Um, and this is going to surprise you. It's legitimately going to surprise you. Yeah, because I, I love Brahms. In a good way. In a good way. Yes. Because. Really? Yes. What the comparison is here is not like, oh, look how bad this is as well. It's how much better it is. So I'll give you a ballpark of what your guesses should be, okay? Okay. I'm going to give you some more of these to guess from. So right now we have medium milkshake from Brahms. We went with Oreo chocolate, right? Like the worst thing on the Sonic menu. We yeah, found you're the not going to see thing. that at Brahms. We found the worst thing they had, yeah. Let's find the highest content that I can see on here real quick. Let me just browse through. Okay. Okay. And this is just shakes? Is that what we're... Yes. Yeah. We're talking medium shakes at Brahms. Okay. Keep looking worst. for that. I want to say something real quick You're that talking. we kind of glossed over a little bit earlier. And just kind of like what we've been talking about nutrition-wise. So kind of like he was saying... When he, when he was talking about you want to do it in a healthy way and in a way that you're not going to starve yourself, in a way that 
so literally losing weight specifically and gaining weight, all it is is about calories in, calories out. Mm -hmm. That is proven no matter what anyone tells you. You could eat, if you're under your calorie amount, if you're eating purely donuts, you will lose weight. Yeah. And that is not good for you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that don't use an excuse of so because i'm a bigger guy um i'm six foot and i weigh like 260 pounds mm -hmm. i did almost weigh 300 pounds at one point like i said before and i've always been coddled and told oh you're just a big guy you know what i would have rather have heard you're a fat fuck right anyone can be healthy anyone can look good anyone can weigh the weight they want to weigh now that I'm starting to learn that, guess what? I'm starting to lose weight. I'm starting to feel better. But when you're just told your life, oh, you're just bigger, like, get fucked. Yep. Then guess what? You're going to keep eating like shit because you're like, oh, there's nothing I can do anyway. Because you have an excuse. And what does everyone, yeah. all the big people always, I know this from being a big guy. Oh, no, you're just a big guy. Oh, that's just how you, that's just how you are. Right. Trust me, I've, I've heard this. Like, this is firsthand experience. Like, and I hated that. And then after doing my own research, looking into stuff, dude, like, don't use that as an excuse. Like, absolutely. You, I hate, I really hate that that's a thing and that body positivity, sure, there's some things where it could be, but. You need confidence. No matter how you look, you need confidence. Yeah, that's just a fact. You, especially, and it's, I'm not saying that people, because obviously even your parents will say stuff like that. It doesn't mean they don't love you, but. Man, the person that will be like, you need to make a change. You could be better than this. Mm. You you are fat. You're overweight. But you could look like this. That's the person that really wants to see you be better. Yeah. And really cares about you. And I just really, I want everyone, anyone listening that is bigger and thinks that, that it's always been told, you're just big. There's nothing you can do about it that you can do something about it. And no matter how extreme that jump is, you could start out with something small, like cutting out fast food, stop drinking soda, stuff like that. But just look into it, man. Start counting your calories. Look what you're eating. Start eating more protein. Not just because it's healthier, but also because protein makes you more satiated, mm -hmm. makes you feel more full. Mm -hmm. So you will eat less calories by doing that. And I found that really helpful for me. And... I think that's something that isn't spoken about a lot when it comes to health. That's a great point. I'm yes. happy to hear that from your perspective too, because I've never heard from your shoes something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's really interesting because in South Park, Eric Cartman, his excuse for himself being fat, anyone calls him fat, he says, no, I'm big boned. My mom always yeah. tells me I'm big boned. And that's why everyone always says. I, I didn't realize how legitimate. That's, a, that's legit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize how legitimate. It might not be the exact term big boned. Right, right. You're just a big guy. Yeah, that's just how that you term are. term right there. Yeah. I heard a couple days ago. Really? That's just like. I was just talking about uh, one of, someone I work out with sometimes. Yeah. Um. And I was like, yeah, I've been working out consistently, but I realized that my diet is really why I haven't, I'm not at the weight I want to be at. Right. And he was like, oh, no, you look good, man. You're just a big guy. I heard that. And I've heard that my whole life. I'm not saying right. that guy is once He's bad. He's just trying to be He nice. doesn't want, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm not saying anyone's bad for me or anything. And you would rather hear like yeah, something to motivate you. Not it doesn't have to be like just like oh you're fat screw like yeah like super hard. But I think a really good way to put it and something that I've heard not from someone personally but people that I've seen on the internet that have lost weight talking to people that want to lose weight mm. is rather than just talking down saying this is what you could be right and all you got to do is make these few changes to have them believe in themselves yeah yeah you yeah. could be this and it's not lying right like if you if you go to the healthiest person you know the best looking physically healthy person you know mm -hmm. ask them how they eat what they eat what their workout routines like if you copy those inputs you're going to get the same output eventually right some people are genetically gonna have better bodies that's just how it is some people yeah. are genetically more intelligent than others that's genetics that's mm -hmm. but eventually if you do those things you will get to that point too no matter how you are from the start you can work to be at whatever point yes. you want to be at that's a great point i really like that a lot and something i witnessed um being at crunch you know we've been working out for the past four or five months something like that consistently working out there's a guy at crunch i see on the elliptical all the time every time we've been there on a monday that dude went from like being a large guy to now losing so much weight me and mercer were like holy shit that's the same guy like said something yeah. about it and it's like cardio seems like such an important part because not only for your heart health for like right. burning fat and things like that cardio seems to be like, don't go sprint immediately. Go on a walk, you know, and just lead up slowly to that and take those steps. And I think cardio, from what I've seen from my point of view, working out wise, you don't need to do anything else but burn through cardio and then recover yeah. through other means. Well, another great thing about cardio is, and then we'll go back to the nutrition. You're good. You're good. Statement, don't worry about it. Uh, about cardio is, yeah, you're burning more calories. But it also gives you more room to eat a little bit more, right? To where your your deficit isn't where you're hung, you're super hungry all the time. I see. Because okay. you have this like set number to be under your. You can look. Anyone can look up. It's free. What is just download my fitness pal? That's what I have. Mm -hmm. You put in your height and weight and age, and say I want to lose weight or gain weight. It'll tell you how many calories for your age, weight, height, all that. Yeah. And to be in a deficit, you gotta hit this certain, you wanna be below this certain number of calories. Mm -hmm. If you do a cardio, that number go, can go up a little higher. Okay. So you can eat a little bit more. I see. So, and still, that's okay. another benefit of it. I see. Not to mention the heart, and then you're burning more calories as well. Right. So, that's really interesting. Cause, yeah, one of the, cause most of my fitness knowledge working out routine comes from YouTubers. I've watched different YouTubers. Right. And one of them talked about a study where a guy ate only Twinkies for a certain amount of time. Don't do that horrible idea but stayed below his calorie deficit right. and still lost weight he's not healthy by any means because yeah. he's only eating twinkies but that shows the weight issue is a completely yeah. it's yeah. the weight weight itself is a numbers game that's right. a lot of this yeah calories in calories out but long-term yeah. health you staying alive till you're 90 100 mm -hmm. what you eat matters yeah. at that point absolutely. rather than just calories in calories out absolutely pretty much which speaking of Brahms, Brahms nutrition facts. So, I was wrong. I was looking at this through rose-colored glasses because the first thing I looked at was a single dip 
And that's what I was looking at, and I was like, oh, these numbers aren't bad. Mm. So double up. Unfortunately, on those I love Brahms so much. Me too. If anyone from Brahms ever sees this, I love Brahms. It is it is amazing. Getting a bag of burgers, a banana split, and maybe a Rocky Road shake. That is that is a beautiful <laughs> experience, especially when you're in high school and you have no money, and the only thing you can buy is a bag of burgers at lunch to feed yeah. you and all your friends. And like that was it was crucial. But Unfortunately, Brahms, <laughs> your numbers aren't as good as I thought they were. So we took the highest rating sugar content from Sonic's menu, and we talked about that. So we're going to go straight to that for this, okay? Okay. We are talking about a medium the shake. Highest. Right, because we talked about the Oreo chocolate whatever yeah. medium shake from Sonic. Okay. This, let's say... The names. I'm trying to pick the worst sounding names. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be a little bit harder, Brahms, right? To find some like atrocious chocolate yeah. cookie dough. So kinda. the worst one I can find, which this makes sense, is the premium dulce de leche cheesecake shake. Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing in Brahms. Okay. Medium. I'm definitely shooting under that 162. Your head's in the right place, though. You've been really close with a lot of your guesses. If we had some kind of prize wheel, you'd be spending One... 117. Unfortunately, I wish that was the case. Mm. <laughs> 135 grams of sugar for a medium shake at Brown's. I love Brahms so much. I really, really thought, oh man, they're gonna be better. And the thing too is that one ice cream at Sonic had a thousand three hundred and seventy milligrams of sodium. But this shake from Brahms, even though it has a similar sugar content, only has five hundred and fifty milligrams of sodium. And then the cholesterol is within the one forty range, so it is still unfortunately super bad for you. And every medium shake that I see, every single medium shake that I see that makes me so sad is over a hundred grams of sugar. Well, you're, people are not gonna like what I'm about to say, what I just found. Let's hear it. According to America, the American Heart Association, men should consume no more than 36 grams of sugar Per day. Per day? For heart. If you want to have good heart health. For women, the number is 25 grams. Mm. Per day. That is <laughs> over triple yeah. what the recommended daily amount is from the American Heart Association. It's a medium. It's not even the largest size. It's a medium. And it's over triple your suggested sugar intake Daily. for a day. And this is from an American institution telling you your suggested sugar intake. I bet your like actual suggested sugar intake is probably even lower than this. Man, gosh, that is, that is devastating. It also says under that, consider that one 12 ounce can of soda contains 32 grams of added sugar. 
So basically it's saying that one 12 ounce can of soda is your daily amount. Your daily intake of sugar, yeah. <laughs> and this... Think about how much sugar we intake on a daily basis. And that's not to get into the 6,000 milligram sodium yeah. Shalosky sandwich, which I also love you Shalaskis, I'm sorry. You know, it's not to get in to any more of that. We'll leave it alone. I know this hurts. Here's the next point I want to get into since we just got done with this, because this is in order of looking up nutrition facts and then this realization that I'm about to bring up to you, Hopper. This okay. is this before is the you do order. that. Let's see what Harvard says. It's just a different get a different reference point. Right. According to Harvard, it is 24 grams. About six teaspoons or 24 grams of sugar. So American institutions also are gonna prop up the numbers so that they can make you justify drinking at least one soda a day. It's probably lower than that when it comes to artificial processed sugar. I think as having none of that is probably the best. There isn't really oh, a yeah, suggested daily amount. Like just because any American institution I'm gonna take and say they probably have to, you but know, just think about one of those line. being a hunt. Let's just take the, the extreme, the sonic one, 162. Right. And then, like you said, an American institution, yeah. heart health, people that research heart health mm -hmm. for a living mm -hmm. made a peer reviewed article saying that 36 grams and that is 162 grams. Yeah. And the same 36 grams for an entire day, that's 24 hours. That takes you about 10 minutes to finish. To drink, 15 yeah. 15 minutes. And that means that concentrated amount of sugar is going into your blood and your body is attempting to process it, which is yeah. leading to some sort of issue no matter what. We are laughing a little bit and stuff, but this is... It's pretty gross. Because we've been looking into it for a while. Right. This shit is terrifying. It's yeah. legitimately scary. Oh, it is. That this is... Like, I don't want to... Put it, put this light. That's the, that was the point I'm gonna, I was about to bring up. Yeah, I have a story to follow along with this point. In order of how I figured this out for myself is how I'm bringing it up to any viewers right now. I started by reading nutrition facts, looking at them, saying, "What is that? How is that the number that is in this?" And then realizing, I wish I would have never read this. I wish I would have never have known this information or exposed myself to it because everyone who tries to be healthy goes through that phase because who doesn't like a milkshake? Right. Who doesn't like a banana split? You can say whatever, you know, there's going to be somebody out there that's like, I don't like, I don't like it. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Most people, they find some comfort in that. It's good. It's nice. Yeah. But you got to realize your health is more important. Just because you've done it your whole life doesn't mean you can't change now. And it sucks and it's hard to read this stuff and it's hard to know it, but I promise your older self will be thankful that you took those steps in that direction. That's what matters at the end of the day. Not the, not how much yeah. it hurts to know how bad Brahms or Sonic is for me. You know, that's not what matters. What matters is me being there for my grandkids when I'm old and right. not having a stroke and being functioning and able to like yeah. sit with them and hang out with them. When it comes to this being terrifying, 
That's what you mentioned just a moment ago. I grew up with a story from my Uncle Jim, which is my grandma's brother. He has passed away now, rest in peace. But he was in the Air Force. In the Air Force, he did autopsies, right? So he was the person who worked in a morgue, worked on dead bodies. I don't like where this taking. is going. So he was in Germany doing this, right? I grew up hearing this story from him and my grandma. He said in Germany, they can tell what nationality the person is that had passed that they were working on based on how preserved their internal organs were during the autopsy. Because American sodium intake, and this is in the 80s, like this isn't even recent. Recent, I bet it's way worse now. But Americans' organs were so exposed to sodium, which is a preservative, that their organs wouldn't even rot at the same rate as someone from Germany's because their body was so full of preservatives and sodium. That really, really puts into perspective how much of an issue it is, specifically in America. You go to another country, they actually have regulations for this type of stuff. They do. They have legitimate, the FDA, I'm sorry, the FDA, I don't, I don't buy a cent of what they put out because it's like, dude, are you right. kidding me? Like, you're going to allow stuff like this? I actually took, in my first year of college, for one of my um, elective classes mm -hmm. that you pretty much used to choose whatever you want to do, I took a nutrition class. And my professor um, studied nutrition for over eight years. He, had a, he has a PhD. Mm -hmm. um, he talked a lot about the America compared to the world. Right and nutrition wise and that was another it was around that same time i was like 2021 20, and yeah dude it was there is some scary stuff about foods banned in other countries mm -hmm. the stuff the fda specifically that's what made me think of it is he talked about the fda and kind of how they companies don't have to have proof for what they put on their products for example you see oatmeal, mm -hmm. uh, I forget the popular brand with the old man on Quaker it. Oats. Quaker Oats. Quaker yeah. Oats. Heart healthy. Right. You know, it says on there. Right. They need absolutely zero proof to put that on the product. They don't need any study, any experiment. Right. You could, they, someone could, on a Mc, Big Mac, McDonald's could say heart healthy Big Mac, and the FDA would approve that. Yep. Heart healthy, brain, whatever, you know, like any right. of these health benefits that's stated on these foods you buy at the grocery store, they need no proof to put that on there. Yep. So just be aware of that. Um, just wanted to let y'all know that the FDA, they, I'm sure there's people there that are trying to do good, right. trying to 100%, actually yeah. regulate things and keep people healthier. And I'm not saying it's one big conspiracy where they're trying to. America's trying to kill us all with nutrition. But to I think it's more of a sales thing. Yeah, it's money. It's yeah, money. like they're going to get people to buy their oatmeal thinking they're getting stuff that's heart healthy when really there's no evidence it could actually be doing the opposite. Right. right. And, um, but something we've talked about before this episode we really wanted to bring up, which is kind of crazy, is foods that are banned in other countries. Justice, did you want to pull that up or do you want me to go over that? I got it. I got it right here. So, uh, foods that are banned in other countries. 
Specifically, I want to start with just the number that's within this one article. Okay. okay. Within this one article, it states there are 28 American food ingredients that are banned in other countries. Within one article, we have 28 different ingredients that other countries refuse to feed to their people that we feed to our people. And just going through the list, I mean, it's just chemicals that things are exposed to when they're being grown, stuff that's added to like livestock to make it grow more, specifically pork. I know from this, it's uh, a growth hormone called ractopamin. Probably not pronouncing that correctly, but that is banned in China and Russia. We're told constantly that China and Russia put their population at a lower safety level, at a lower degree. They ban this in their food and we don't. So let that sink in and kind of put into perspective how bad this can get. And it just, it goes all the way. Like there, there's stuff, RS, RBST, which is in a lot of dairy products. I know for a fact that that's linked to breast cancer and a few different studies that I've seen, but it's just not old enough yet for us to fully determine that. That's what all these articles will say. It hasn't been around long enough for this to be officially, but it's been linked to different things. Specifically out of this article, the one that really caught my eye the most, next time you're in EU, have a look at the ingredients list on a package of M&Ms. You'll see things like red cabbage, lemon, radish, and this is because food dyes used in American M&Ms are banned in these countries. So it's the same company, same thing, except where they make it differently for these countries because they actually regulated the ingredients. They're required to. And that, they don't say, oh, we fucked up. We should make this healthier for the whole world. No, 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 no. They say, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll meet this for your area, but they're still going to serve us in America the same yeah. poison bullshit. When it doesn't have to be that way. But that's probably because it affects like $100,000 to $200,000 uh, of what their profits are at the end of the year. So they're like, yeah. we can't do that. And salmon, another, and that one's a common health food. Mm -hmm. um, if you're getting salmon, make sure you are getting wild salmon. Farm-raised salmon is very unhealthy. It, they are not given the natural nutrients that they're supposed to have. They are colored artificially to make it look like wild salmon. Yeah. That pink color doesn't come from the, the farm-raised salmon don't come out like that. They get the farm-raised salmon, um, and then once they get it ready to go into supermarkets, they put artificial coloring to make it look like the wild salmon. Right. Yeah, right. So. so it's masquerading as a healthy food, but it's grown in a pool in someone's factory right. or warehouse and then colored pink to make you think, oh, this is good for me. This is a good thing. I really, and this is, I've been thinking about this point a lot since we talked about having this episode. I'm really excited to bring it up to you because it's comparison I make for myself, but it's something I want to express because right. everyone knows in the late 50s, early 60s, around that time period, cigarettes were not only advertised everywhere, didn't have any cancer warnings on them, but mm -hmm. were recommended by doctors. That's insane. That's insane. That you can look it up. There's ads where it's like a doctor in an outfit with a cigarette telling you this is good for you in X, Y, Z different ways. When we know now they put 
multiple known poisonous ingredients within cigarettes and you smoke them. So that shows what contributions to campaigns and funding can do. Now think about sugar. Think about how profitable sugar is. Think about how much money can be made from sugar, how it's in everything. There's 160 something grams in a medium shake, right? So think about how much sugar they're selling, like processed sugar, a lot. They're selling a lot yeah. of it. What contributions have the sugar industry made to campaigns, the FDA? All these things that are supposed to keep us from intaking you know, too much of sugar are being funded by a billion dollar probably so you're saying the these companies that make the processed sugar right are funding companies like the FDA like their departments or they'll probably fund someone within the FDA's campaign to get into the position of running the FDA so like let's say it's a, okay. a politician of some sort the sugar lobby will find a young politician and they'll be like you want to be successful you want to you want to yeah. be the real deal take some money from us, we'll make sure you get where you need to go. But yeah. when you get into that chairman position at the FDA, you can't say anything about sugar. That's how this type of stuff works. It's like, oh, you wanna do something good? You wanna make a difference in this world? Take our money. And yeah. then when you actually try to do something good, they're like, you took our money, dude. You can't, you can't do anything. Yeah. What are you talking about? You can't speak out against it. You us. signed this document that yeah. you had no idea said that you can't do it. Yeah. That's exactly what they did with cigarettes. It's exactly what's happening with sugar. And who knows what else it's happening with when it comes to sugar. If you want to know more about cigarettes, look up Edward Bernay. Yep. He was a advertiser um, for a whole bunch of different, he had so many campaigns that he would go to companies and completely change the market. Uh, for example, his uh, one of his big things that you can look up is breakfast, um, pork, like bacon mm -hmm. and sausage, and they were having a really bad time selling that. So he advertised those as a good breakfast option. Staple American breakfast. Yeah. yeah, and just breakfast as a whole, the idea was him, he headed the advertising of that. And he also headed the advertisement of pregnant women smoking cigarettes not just anyone it's healthy to, he's he advertised it was healthy and this was like huge like go ask your great grandma if she's still alive your grandma if smoking cigarettes was promoted to pregnant women that was a thing no. like he's saying like this this was like you know we see all advertisements about pfizer now that's just one that i can think of right after what because the only thing i really watch on tv now is sports mm -hmm. but when i see a lot of advertisements Eisman's, it's Pfizer. That's the one I see the most. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, take this Pfizer shot. Oh, take this COVID shot. Right. That was cigarettes for pregnant women or bacon for breakfast. Speaking of cholesterol. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all advertising is a, a scary game. And like you say, in funding, where's the money at? You find out where the money's at, you figure out what's going on, kind of thing. That's with anything, really. But there's a great Bill Hicks joke about people that are in marketing or advertising. I'm not gonna do the impression right now, but anybody wanting a good laugh that also is upset about this should look up that Bill Hicks joke because it is, it's it's very, very funny. But that's what I really, I wanted to bring up that comparison because a lot of people have taken at face value all the information they've been given their whole lives. 
you're 100% fine in doing that. Most people don't ever question anything. You know, it's it's okay to be in that place. But when you realize the reality and recognize how cigarettes were treated and how it is now, and the current state of our food, our healthcare system, everything, you realize money is what's driving these decisions more than anything. I don't give a shit if an article or some person on social media says, well, that's disregarding the science. I do not care. You know how many scientists were on Jeffrey Epstein's fly list that were from Harvard? Right. Jeffrey Epstein had his own office at Harvard, like his own, he was established there. Like, I don't care about the science. They can be paid off just like anybody else can be paid off. What matters is how many people are they paying to be quiet? That's right. what will tell you. How many people are they funding? That's what will tell you really the legitimacy of that product or that substance or whatever. But it's just, it's really disgusting and it's really troublesome to see that this is the state of where our food is at. And like you said, Hopper, like you, you're watching sports and people watch sports to stay entertained and distracted yeah. from the world's problems. And well, it's come, come on now. I'm a, I'm a sports fan. Right, right. I'm not right. extreme. Right. But I enjoy I enjoy football games, basketball game here and there. Every hobby, everything we enjoy is a distraction of some sort. Like, right. I like playing video games, but the reason I like playing video games at the end of the day is because I don't think about anything else but playing that video game or talking to the person yeah. that I'm talking about while I play. It keeps me engaged. Right. You're watching sports to stay engaged, to avoid thinking about, like, Fox or CNN or something like that, and then okay. you get a yeah. Pfizer ad. Like... That's yes. just come yeah. on, like give the people a break. Which is fine once, second. bro. But like, uh, if it's for like you like watch a football saying, game, you're seeing that same visor at at least fifteen times. Really? Oh, like that bad? Yeah, the same Travis Kelsey one. Like that's crazy. Get bro. this shot, and it's just a coincidence right after he started dating Taylor Swift, is when he partnered with Pfizer. I mean, right. I'm not saying anything, but bad damn, bro, that's crazy. A lot of weird. That's yeah, weird. Weird. That is weird. That yeah. right after he starts dating Taylor Swift, he gets this Pfizer deal. Weird, huh? That is weird. That is very weird. And that's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to nutrition facts. When it comes to the health. Health. When it comes to food, there's so much more to it, and it can be so bad. But at the end of the day, do what's best for you have a milkshake once a week. You know what I'm saying? Like if you had a hard day, you ate you ate a good meal, you've been doing good the whole week and you want to reward yourself, get a small shake from Brahms. Maybe that's 50 grams of sugar in that small shake, right? But treat yourself if you want to. Don't fully draw the boundary to it because you're going to crave it. If it's something you're truly addicted to and you put a hard line against it, you're going to find yourself wanting it more and more and more over time and it's going to keep building up but if you slowly taper yourself off of it because it's an addiction like everything else you will get to a point where you're okay with not having it at all but it's not going to be you go from drinking a medium shake every other day to then no medium shakes that's not going to happen it could but in my experience that is i disagree that is not how it's going to work what do you think what do you I think that what what you were saying the example with the shake. Uh -huh. So you had a good week, 
I think rewarding yourself, I think what that is is re rewarding yourself with punishment. Right. Okay, yeah. Rewarding yourself something now, bad for you. I also have experience with quitting drinking alcohol, quitting nicotine, and I do agree that sugar, eating carbs, that fast food, that is an addiction. Mm -hmm. But I think that at the end of the day, for long-term success, completely cutting out now, is it cutting out every bad? No, like sometimes I just what I didn't like was the time period. Mm -hmm. I don't like the once a week. Right. Right. Like let's go have a shake once. I don't like that. That's me. Well, from my personal perspective, I can do that because my metabolism's crazy. Right. Like I can. I can. Well, eat I, like never. you could definitely like still be losing weight, still have a net positive health wise. Yeah. Eating a shake once a week, but I think. I think that could end up leading to like we've talked about with the domino effect uh, just falling back you do it once it. and you're like the next day you're like well i did it yesterday right you know right. kind of thing but um i guess it's really just more of the the timeline mm -hmm. you think as i i do think that no matter what people say i'm sure there are some people that completely have cut out all sugar or all whatever right. and eat only completely is that realistic for everyone? No. No, it's not. But I do think something that should be, one, like, at least your goal to be 100% and realistically you're hitting about 90% is every day you're eating under the calories you should be. Mm -hmm. For This is for losing weight. Eating under the calories you should be and reducing sugar and eat, hitting a protein mark that you set for yourself. Right. I think those two things. And then also... These ingredients that we've talked about, do some research on ingredients that are can cause disease, can uh, cause pre diabetes, things like the mm. like health diseases like that, and just really, really try to avoid those. And I think once you start eating healthy, we've talked about this before, yeah. and then you try to go eat. Like, let's say you eat healthy for a month, then you go to McDonald's. Once you eat McDonald's, you'll be like, fuck. I'm not going to McDonald's anymore. Right, like, when's the last horrible. time you've eaten McDonald's? I can't even tell yeah. you. Over a year. Because once you do it, it's out for like a month, and then you put that in your body, you're going to be like, holy crap. Yeah. That is horrible. Like, you will feel like actual crap for right. an entire day yeah. after eating. And you're like, I used to feel like this every day because right. I was And I didn't even know I felt like this. Yeah. Um, I think that we just, it's kind of almost on a philosophical level. We just kind of have a, I feel like I'm a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. on uh, myself and that kind of reflects in how I feel about giving advice right. and it's a big part of it is because I I feel like I've been too easy on or people have been too easy on me not to reflect all the bad things that have happened to me to other people but right. and I am to myself like not, too, not hard enough on myself mm -hmm. I feel like to kind of balance it out, I'm kind of going a little hard right now on myself and on giving advice and stuff. Well, that's good, and especially when you need to make a difference, you you can't just give yourself the one week reward. Yeah. Of that's for me, who's like it's just an example, but yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's just that's for me, and this is a good point to talk about too because we've mentioned it. This is something we've mentioned briefly in other episodes, but we are giving our experience and our opinion through our experience right 
everyone's experience will be different. Yeah. And we disagree on things. Like we just disagree on that. We, yeah, we just disagreed on that. And we had scream at each other. Like right. Yeah. Most people do when they disagree. Yeah. Right? People, some people can't disagree, yeah. especially people that were born yeah. in the eighties. Sorry if you're born in the eighties, but you know, but well, you can really face, you know, <laughs> other thoughts. But with, when it comes to life, what me and you are saying right now is coming from our shoes what we've right. been through and our genes, our bodies, what our life is. And that cannot be compared to anyone exactly. else at all. Someone can relate to what you're talking about mm -hmm. because they're on the weight loss journey. Someone might be able to relate to what I'm talking about because they come from a place of, oh, I have a high metabolism. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't need to worry about it. But find what works for you. Find what gives you results. What's going to get you to the point of where you're not having that shake at all yeah. what's going to get you to the point of where, where you're not That's a great way to put it like yeah, yeah. what what what's going to make you comfortable in doing that because for me it's every time i got to cave in a little bit or not every time but every once in a while i got to cave in a little bit so i'm like yeah oh that's what that's like and then it makes me feel like shit and i'm like okay that wasn't worth it and then slowly over time i won't do it anymore but that's different for every person and just Anything we talk about, take within yourself and put it through your own perspective and figure out how it can apply to you. Because it's never going to apply in the way that we say it applies directly to us. It will be different for you in some way. It might be exactly the same, but most of the time it will be different in some way because your experiences is different. But I just want to put that out there because people looking for answers want a direct concrete answer and they're going to try it and be like, why didn't that work for me? Because I've been there, you know? Yeah. And it's, you got to make it for you. You got to find yeah. it for you. It we can give you the path we've been on, the turns we took, and the you know obstacles we faced on that path. But you're gonna face a completely different turn, a completely different obstacle, a completely different you know environment than we will just because you're a different person. So we're only expressing what we know to the best of our abilities from the best of our experiences, and you take with it what will benefit your life and make you who you want to be. That's, that's, I just wanted to say that just because I don't ever want to feel, and we've said it multiple times, but I don't ever want people to think we're giving direct answers right. or we know. I literally know close to nothing. There's so much to learn in this world. Exactly. There's so much we yeah. don't even understand. I'm just speaking from my experience. I just wanted to say that. But while we're dude, on, on this about. I gotta say, dude, that, that was like, I, I love that. That was Brilliant, bro. The way you just bro. said that, because I think that is in not just food, in anything you want to get better at, you want to fi figure out how to do something, how to eat healthier, how to work out right, how to make money, mm -hmm. how to start a business, how to make music, how to get better at whatever you're doing. Everyone is looking for that direct answer yeah. that do this and you'll be successful. Right. Do this and you're going to be jacked and have a six pack. Yeah. And I just learned from something from what you just said because I do that. Every, I feel like everyone does that. Most people do. I mean, like, I can so hard relate to that because mm. whenever you're searching for how to get better at something or how to do these things, you're looking for that right answer. And then you might do some of the things you hear and you don't see the results that they got. So you're like, oh, it must not work. Right. But it doesn't mean it doesn't work. It just means you need to find what iteration of what they're saying is going to work for you right. and don't just pull something from one person says 
take what this guy says, take what this other guy says, take another guy, his what he said about it, about the same topic, mm -hmm. try all of them, change it up to your own knowledge, change what you felt better for you, and then you're going to eventually find something that works out for you. Yeah. That's, I love that, dude. Thank you, bro. Because anyone, any advice you get on, there's a whole bunch of like, clickbait YouTube videos and all this stuff about 10 steps to become a millionaire, right. 10 ways to lose a hundred pounds, 10 ways to get a six pack. Yeah. If you do all those 10 things, maybe, but you might also not get whatever it says yeah. and you got to find your own way of doing that. Absolutely. Thank you, bro. You, thank you. You for just enlightened me. Thank you for saying that, man. Cause I, I'm just speaking. I'm just talking. Yeah. I don't know anything, but I, I really, and this is a big part too. Give yourself credit, and I don't, I don't give myself credit on a lot of different things. I'm part of myself, like you were talking about. Like, you grow up in a situation where you know you're used to getting beaten down. You're gonna beat yourself down over time. But hearing that is what keeps me inspired, bro, and what keeps me going. So I appreciate you saying that to me a lot. And I needed to hear that. I just, and what a funny point I want to make last on this is you're talking about. There's a video, right? This video's title is 10 Steps to Be a Millionaire, right? Right. Let's say that video gets 500,000 views. Let's say five people take from that video information that actually makes them a millionaire. Right. The rest of the people, the guy's just making more money by po posting that video. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, in, in actuality, that video is probably more so just making that guy money than it is helping anybody. And that's a lot of the self-help space. And that's why I really wanted to stress that point too, is because there's so much of the self-help space that is malicious and predatory. Like you buy this, get these answers and do this and you're fixed. Right. There's so much of it that is just complete BS. And there's a lot of it that is coming from a genuine place that people want to help right. and just, you know, help. You and I do think good. it's a fine line about, should you make money for helping people? Is that more? I think right. I think so. Yeah. Like, I I've weird. never bought like a self help course. Right. Course on drop shipping. I've never like bought something. Like, I've never bought a course or anything like that from a YouTuber. But yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with them making a course and people want to buy it. I mean. No, because they got to make money yeah. to eat. They got. But do what they I mean, personally, do. dude, like, you can go to these guys. Like, don't be baited by that too, because. Mm -hmm. And not saying these guys are horrible people, but don't be baited by that. All these like, buy this and join this club, join this course. You can take value from, like me personally, I've taken a lot of value from these guys, mm. self-help guys that, and that have courses, that might have bullshit courses. But, and when you say bullshit, is it really bullshit or is it just how the people perceive the information? Because right. most of them, just whatever's in their YouTube videos, they put in this course. Yeah. That's... From what I've seen, that's yeah. most of the courses, and which is yeah, which is, I I think it's totally fine on the creator's end. I think it's the consumer's problem, which is the whole goes back to food. It goes back to America's problem, bro. Mm -hmm. Consumerism. You want to be a producer, not a consumer. I mean, yeah. that should be whether that not everyone should be a business owner, not everyone should be a content creator, but just your mentality on life is produce something of quality rather than just consume. I mean, right. constantly yeah. and an interesting point for me because i'm just thinking on the contrary from what i've heard because i agree completely with what you said 100 percent. i feel the same way when it comes to my heart of hearts about 
creating and doing things because you have to be able to eat you have to be able to live right and you want to eat and live based off things you enjoy doing you know? yeah but in reality at the end of the day there's some people out there that aren't ever meant to own a business there's somebody that's right. gambling constantly or has a severe habit that you know is not good and they cannot break it and they think it's a part of their personality that should never own a business or ever do any of that stuff. And those people are the ones who pay the people who are creating stuff. Exactly. So it's a vicious system. It's a vicious cycle. And America is kind of built on that. And there's a you know idea in business that talks about like, well, America couldn't be this way if other countries were successful like we were. I disagree with that. I want to make sure that's not the point that I'm getting across because I disagree with that fundamentally. There's a lot wrong with business philosophy and mindset. But there is truth to natural selection and there is truth to some people are going to try and some people are just going to you know, give up and victimize themselves. Right. And at the end of the day, you have a choice. But a lot of the people that are doing good are making money from those people that aren't doing good for themselves. And they can't figure it out. That's unfortunate, but that's just the way it is. And that's how life works. And segueing from that, what is the most shocking thing you've learned about nutrition? I think an obvious answer would be looking at the fast food facts, which is very shocking. Mm -hmm. But... Um, even though it, it makes total sense when you actually look into it, but for me personally, was realizing that losing weight or being overweight, kind of like I talked about earlier, is a choice. Right. That was like the... Yeah. yeah. Not that... Because it totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I, w I always thought, because I've, I've always been told that you're just a big guy. That's just how it is. People, some people are just big. Some people are small. But realizing that you have control over how much you weigh, what your body looks like. The reason you're not the weight you want to be or as healthy as you want to be or as jacked as you want to be is your, it's your fault. Mm -hmm. And the actual fact behind that is that the calories you eat, calories in, calories out, that determines how much you weigh. That was shocking to me. Mm -hmm. That was the most shocking because I never knew that. I just thought that I was always going to be overweight. I still am overweight. I've lost weight, though, and I'm on the journey of getting to the weight, a healthy weight where I want to be. And I would have, without realizing that it is that simple, it's that numbers, right. I would have never made that change. And I really hope that that could reach someone that needs to hear that. That's beautiful, man. You're really speaking for me hard. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what would be the most shocking. That Sonic one was crazy. That sugar. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. No, and that it's so sad about bronze. But I would say the most shocking thing for me, like the thing that really is just like, what? Is realizing... That the people in charge of making sure we're not too unhealthy in our diets, making sure we don't get exposed to too much of one thing that's bad for us or the other, like the FDA, 
are paid for. That was the most shocking thing to me. And it's just, like you said earlier too, which is a great point about any government body that has a lot of negativity surrounding it. There are people within that government organization that want to do good and that are there to do good. Right. And I credit those people and I respect those people and I hope they can do good. But unfortunately, the way America is right now, the way democracy ends up evolving over time, just like, you know, Greeks, people get put into power in the beginning and they have great intentions. Those people put legislation in place that's supposed to keep the people in that country within those great intentions and give them great lives. But then those people are replaced by their sons who knew their father's intentions, knew the vision that they had and try to upkeep it. But you know, it was their father's intentions, So they put their own spin on it. Right. Well, you go however many generations down the line, then you have someone who's been successful for their whole family lineage has no real connection to the person that made them successful and had passion and drive to do better or to do better things and is now in a position of power just because they're born into that family. Right. And that person is not going to have any real values, any real sense of good. They might, it could be someone who studies and tries hard to replicate and think about what their forefathers did. But most of the time Typically, yeah, no. it's somebody that yeah. has been given everything has no sense of reality, moral compass, or values, and is now in a position of power because I was born into this family. And they erode that democratic free system. And that's where we're at right now. We're at the erosion point because of greed and corruption has over time overtaken the ideas of freedom and liberty. And we can change that by believing in the freedom and liberty not giving all of our energy to greed and corruption and saying that's all this is that's all yeah. america's ever been because it hasn't it's that in recent times because that's what the people who however many generations down the line made it to be because they're selfish but that's not what this country is founded on it's not what america is or is meant to be and it can be so much more than that it's just we have to unite as people and push for the better things and things will be get better don't feed into the the system yeah and that don't, don't feed into the politics don't no. feed into the article in the new york times right don't don't feed into i actually i saw something um uh, the other day and it was talking about the election coming up mm -hmm. and it, he, he made a really awesome point he was saying that you know there's a lot of talk right now about are you pro-israel or pro-palestine or whatever and he was like, well, guess what, motherfucker? I'm pro-America. He's right. like, why is it even a question? Well, are you pro-Israel, pro-Palestine? Who gives a shit? Right. He's like, I'm pro-America. Yeah. I don't give a shit. And it's like, yeah, there's war, there's people dying. Yeah, that sucks. But the point he was making is, why are our politicians arguing about pro-Palestine, pro-Israel? Why are people arguing about that here in America? Especially when there's when... issues going on here. Like, be pro-America. When there's immigrants coming in that are taking, like, they're just giving them money, right. taking up housing space, and we have all these homeless people taking jobs, committing crimes. Homeless immigrants, those are two huge issues right now. We're sending all this money to other countries. All the media is focused on this war in Israel and Palestine. There's people picking sides in a different 
war that's been going on hundreds of years that, Forever that. that's gonna go on for a hundred more years hundreds of more years you like know, you know the funniest thing about that too is the people picking sides on it have no real concept or idea of what is actually going on especially yeah. in america like people in those countries by all means do like you are in a situation that i do not understand and i hope anyone from a different country looking from the outside and respects me saying that over yeah. me taking a side. And I think they would because some girl that goes to OU and is in sorority and gets Starbucks every day and whatever she wants and has never been discriminated against in her life and then is choosing to speak up for something that she's just seeing in the news because it's in the news that day. Right. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Yeah. Figure yourself out. Don't, like, and that's the same thing as what you're saying about the country. The country needs to figure itself out. We yeah. do not need to focus on, oh, this is going on across the world, and it's a real big problem, and we need to be there for them. We don't need to focus on that at all. We need to focus on believing in freedom and liberty, democracy, and the systems that are in place here in America. When it's being threatened. When it's, it, yeah, and it's currently eroding and is under threat. Yeah. There's so much to that, and there's so much more to what's going on at home versus what's going on overseas. And this is something I want to mention. I mentioned it to you earlier before we started this, but I think a big part of why CNN made a hit piece about Brandon Buckingham and Tommy McGee is because those people are within the United States, boots on the ground, investigating the problems we have here in America informing people like me and like their audiences that here in america we are experiencing horrible problems like philadelphia like uh, he even did portland. an episode on portland yeah which is crazy uh brandon buckingham did an episode on hawaii which is also a great episode. right after the fire yeah yeah he did an episode on the the um the homeless homeless in hawaii he did an episode recently and there's a homeless encampment there and it's really beautiful but then to have someone like CNN attacking these people on YouTube who are independent journalists and are real journalists for what the word is defined as, because those people are showing people the problems we have at home and not making them scared about the topics overseas. Yeah. The fact that that is what a mainstream me media organization that's worth billions of dollars is focused on is independent YouTubers that are trying to make a change within their country and trying to inform right. people within their country about their country. And that's who they're targeting and spending resources to target. It's disgusting, dude. It's really disgusting. And I truly think we're in a renaissance time period where media organizations that have been around since like the 50s are falling apart because of the internet. People like Brandon Buckingham and Tommy G are overtaking news organizations' viewership by tenfold. And those media organizations that have been around there worth billions of dollars are making hit pieces about those people. That is a sign we're on the cusp of change. And the change yeah. we're on the cusp of is independent people like you and me sitting down, having a camera and recording and like documenting our experience yeah. and real life stuff. And there's nothing that can stop that. I think people are always going to be hungry for that. And we're going to see a huge pushback against this form of content. But there's no reason that someone trying to do better for their country should be ostracized yeah. by a huge company that's been around just because they want people to be scared about something in another country. That disgusts me, and I hate that. And that 
why I said what shocked me the most about nutrition is the FDA and the funding and we got into this talk about corruption and greed and stuff is because how can people value money more than the future for their children and their great-grandchildren and you, you like just yeah. the, the, their lineage how can you value x amount of money now over the future of those people being free and hopeful how can you value that and how is that something that's common why is the majority of educated people like sorority girls and frat guys specifically is who i'm talking about when it comes to educated <laughs> people why are they talking about israel palestine ukraine and russia versus focusing on what's happening in the u.s and the problems we have to fix here why why is that the modern idea of like being a good person is doing it's cool it, that's what's cool that's what's yeah. acceptable that's what's going to get you into a position of status yeah. why is that the case because there's so much more going on there's so yeah. much more to life and just because blackrock invests and wants to make racism a thing again or discrimination a thing again whether you believe it or not it's it wasn't a thing it's a thing now and people are talking about it now more than ever because they paid for it to be talked about more than ever and if you put it in front of people enough they're going to believe it no matter what and that's unfortunate but that's the way it is and I just think this podcast we're doing, these conversations we're having is a step in the right direction. And hopefully not only can you take health and, you know, thinking about food out of this, but think about what you want for your future and for your kid's yeah. future. And well, because your health is not only the physical, right? Right. It's the spiritual, yeah. the mental. And I think a really neglected one part of that is the spiritual. And we didn't get into much of that today, but... Um, kind of just define that for yourself because I don't think there's a set definition but um, I really do think there's those three separate kinds of health and finding out what that's what kind of spiritual um, mind you're going to have and that kind of it takes a very different perspective than the common one right. it kind of takes a taking a step back and seeing the world in a different way that you never have before and kind of realizing think about things like why you're here what what are you meant to do right what what is it that drives you what we what is it that makes you get up in the morning what is it that gets you to what why do you want to make these healthy changes why right. like and kind of figuring that out and getting in touch with the spiritual side of yourself, I think is an important part of health as well. Absolutely. That's like, that's fantastic, dude. Like I've never considered physical, mental, and spiritual as three forms of health and like pictured it directly in that way. That's awesome. I really like that a lot because that's absolutely true. And spirituality, I've had this conversation with my sister. I told her, you know, I, I believe in something greater myself. And she was like, well, you believe in God? Like, why do you believe in God? Like, well, I don't necessarily believe in God. That's not the name I have. To, we have to put on it. I was like, I just believe there is more in life, and life is orchestrated in such a way there's no way it's a coincidence. And then she was like, oh, I completely agree with that. Like, the universe. I was like, what? Oh, okay, yeah, sure. But in my mind, I still think, like, just because I said the word God, you drew a line against me. But after I explained to you, it wasn't 
just because of the Bible. It was because of my higher belief in something yeah. greater myself. Then you agreed and were like, oh, the universe. And I'm like, Which is essentially the same. It's the same thing. Behind it, yeah. yeah, but like how can you have spiritual health? How can you like, in, in my definition of faith is like love. Wherever love comes from in the universe, that's what I pray to. You know what I mean? Like that's that's my personal relationship with faith. And if you're coming from that place, how could you ever question anybody for believing something more than themselves? No matter what right. name they put on it. How could you ever like draw a line against somebody because of the name they put on the thing they think is greater than themselves? Like, it's so important to realize that because it, it humbles you. It makes you realize the world doesn't evolve around you. That might be the key to it, yeah. And that's hard for some people to grasp. That's a great point. Um, something I... Um, my mom is super religious. Mm -hmm. Baptist, Christian. And I had a talk... Every, most of the times I talk to her, not don't have to go into a specific conversation, she brings up church, God, Christianity kind of thing. Right. So I get that commonly. And then uh, my roommate, my current roommate is... He was raised in a similar, like, very Christian household. And, but fortunately for me, my mother is very, she never, like, forced me, like, you got to be a Christian, you got to go to church every day kind of right. thing. She does that. So she kind of led by example, mm -hmm. kind of let me figure out life on my own. He was very forced. So he is kind of against Christianity. He sees Christianity in this negative light right. now. Because it's like because a reflex, yeah. And what this made me realize the other night is I had this thought, like, because my mom asked me, "Do you are you a Christian?" Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Well, I really don't know how to answer that because what does that even mean?" Right. Because when I think of a Christian, and when you think of a Christian, those are two different things. Yeah. So if I told you I was a Christian, or if I go tell people I'm a Christian, then I'm telling them. I am what they think a Christian is. Right. Which could be totally different of the definition of what I think a Christian is, or my mom thinks a Christian mm -hmm. is. So why, I, I just think that people get caught up in those labels, and kind of like you're saying, and then not putting a label on it, mm -hmm. but also realizing that, sure, let's, I think God is a commonly enough used term that you could say, yeah, there's a God. Right. There is because the term of God isn't a, a human form. It's a... So you could say, yeah, it's, it's, an unknown. it's God. No one knows. Yeah. That's the thing, too. Nobody and knows. I think there are people judging for that, like you were saying, is so insane to me because... And, like, the religions that kind of conflict and stuff, it doesn't make any sense. But we shall further dive into that topic we at shall. another time. We shall. But that was some beautiful insight from you, man. I, I just to glaze on that before we dive into the future is any label someone puts on what they are what they believe in don't judge them because of that because right. who they are within themselves is what matters if you're gay you're black you're white you're trans you're a toaster you believe that whatever right like you believe anything you believe that there's a spaghetti monster there's god there's it's the sun it's the universe whatever right Whatever you define yourself as, it's who you are. It's not what you believe in. It's not your sexual preference. It's not your faith preference. It's who you are. 
Do you make decisions based on the betterment of your family and your future? Or do you make decisions based on your selfish needs and victimizing yourself? That is what defines, in my mind, a good or a bad person at the end of the day. And I will never willingly discriminate against someone because they choose to say they're this or that. Right. And we'll definitely touch on this again in the future. But I love everyone unless you give me a reason to hate you. You know? Right. And that's that's what I'll leave that topic on. We'll definitely talk about that again because I love that. But And then I wanted to kind of wrap up the whole episode with touching on I can't believe I remember this. Wow, this is crazy. Um, so earlier you were talking about um, people in power, like the FDA, someone in the, from the sugar company paying, someone getting elected to the FDA right. to say these certain things. Right. could be the same for scientists, like you said, mm -hmm. or whatever. So how do you even really know what to believe? Well, uh, I think if you kind of look at the evidence, isn't it even hard to believe uh, psychologists nowadays? nutritionist doctors because we're the most overweight unhealthy mentally unhealthy we've ever been as a society so why should we rely on these people that are at the top of these fields that have kind of led it to this point not saying that these doctors are leading you down a horrible health path everyone is but i'm just saying it's okay if you're you don't have to be a doctor to talk about health right you don't have to be a doctor to talk about nutrition right like but like you were saying earlier too, we're not sitting here saying do this and we're right, you're wrong. But Like doctors do. Yeah, but figure it out. Don't just, because like I was saying, that's, that's evidence right there. We are more unhealthy than we've ever been physically and mentally. And spiritually. Than ever before yep. in humanity, society has ever been. So do your own research. Look at the ingredients and the stuff you're eating. Figure out what works for you, but please try to make a change if you're eating fast food every day, you're drinking energy drinks, you're vaping, you're smoking weed, you're drinking alcohol every weekend. Mm -hmm. Do some research. Stop drinking alcohol for a, a month and see how you feel after that month. Stop smoking weed for a month, see how you feel after that month. Stop eating fast food for a month, see how you feel. And then if you want to go back to it, do it. But just see how what it feels like to not do that. Right. And if you find yourself longing to get back to that place of when you didn't have it, when you started again, if you started again, then you know your answer. Yeah. And that's you, you just brought up a really, really, really good point. And a great question. How do you decide what information is real? Yeah. Right? Because you have all the... But you have to test it. You have yourself. to figure it out yourself. And that is the way it's been throughout history. People do not know things unless they experience it or they know someone personally who's experienced yeah. it and they told them about it and what good or bad it did. You have to figure it out and you have to realize it. And if it's the FDA and you want to figure out if you can trust that or not, look into lobbying contributions and different things like that for different people that have been in different seats in the FDA. You'll find your answer. Right. Look at the money trail look at the support look at those things and decide based off of the evidence you obtain yourself right. do not base it off of what's popular in social media what someone who's gone to school for 10 years and decides they know everything says or a scientist decides that this is what it needs to be because at the end of the day there's going to be a lot of choices you can make in life and it's best to make all of those choices from a place of your own personal exactly. experience yeah. and you know, benefit. Test everything 
this is especially talking about with food because I've done it myself. Like I brought up with the McDonald's earlier. Stop eating McDonald's, Whataburger, stuff like that. Super fast food, processed shit like that for a month or a week. And trust me, I'm not saying for sure 100% you're going to become this super healthy person, but I notice major differences. Try it out for yourself. See if, and don't just try it out for a week and be like, oh, I'm still the same weight. Right. No, how do you feel? How is your brain functioning on a daily basis? How how much better are you performing in the gym? Can how you much get out better? of bed? Yeah, yeah, are you performing better at your job? Yeah. Actually think about if it's actually benefiting you or not. But like even for us or anyone else, don't take what we say at face value. Do your own testing. Think about everything for yourself. Ask yourself why you're doing these things. That's very important as well. And I, the reason I got super like speechy at the end of this is because I really do think that health and nutrition is coming to a really bad place, mm -hmm. a really bad place. And I think that it could easily be changed if people just decided to make a few changes in their life, but don't give up, keep going. And yeah, I really, anyone can be healthy. Anyone can be healthy, no matter who you are, how much you weigh right now, what kind of health issues you have, you can change. You can make that change. That's so, yeah. so inspiring, man. Yeah. That's beautiful. Fuck. But uh, if anyone, you know, is struggling with anything specific, leave a comment. We will do our best to find some type of research or some, we will give some kind of uh, advice of what helped us with that specific issue. Uh, so please leave a comment. We will definitely try to help you out, find the information we can to help you. Um, yeah, but besides that, thanks for joining us today. It was another great, thoughtful journey. It was beautiful.